everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and beyond. Happy June 28th to you. Today's topic from the Daily Book of Positive Quotations by Linda Pacone is finding fault. Okay, now I got to tell you something. I have no clue how to pronounce the person who uh, the quote is from, but I believe, I believe it's possible that it could be pronounced Plutarch. Don't know. P-L-U-T-A-R-C-H, Plutarch. If you know, let me know. <laughs> and don't find fault with my way of mispronouncing. All right, here's the quote of the day. To find a fault is easy. To do better may be difficult. Yup. How many times? It's so easy to criticize. It's so easy to find fault. It's so easy to point out. But when you ask somebody, okay, so those are two ways something can't work. Let's use balance thinking. So how can it? What happens? Sometimes you get a deer in the headlights with the individual that you're like, hey, man, all right, you're telling me why it can't work. How about ways that it can work? Oh, I don't know. Well, if you can tell me why it can't, then be part of the solution and tell me how it can. All right, here we go. Here's what Linda has to say. We all like to criticize even if we have no idea how we would do any better than those we're criticizing. Sure, some people deserve to be criticized. But could we offer our criticism with a little humility, especially when we know that people are doing their best, do we? That they can and that we could probably not do any better ourselves. Okay, so let's take a pause here. Why do I want to pause? I'm pausing because one of the things that I see, especially on social media, social media, is the phrase, they did the best they could, people are doing the best they can, as it relates to excusing inexcusable abusive behavior, okay? And part of doing the work as a mental health advocate is to call out when those situations happen. There's a gal that, if you guys haven't checked out, I just got her book. I need to do a picture. And um, it's called Indicative Trauma impact manual. And it's really, um, I find that Jessica, Dr. Jessica Taylor, 
This person will call it out and they're consistent on calling it out. Consistent. Why is it important to be consistent with calling it out? Is because then you set the tone. You set the tone for being a strong advocate, an unwavering advocate. There aren't any shades of gray when it comes to the phrase, they did the best they could. And I'm speaking specifically as it relates to trauma and trauma recovery and abusers. I remember someone saying to me, actually, about my my biological mother, she did the best she could. No, she didn't. She did not do the best she could. She did what she wanted to do. She consciously, deliberately, and intentionally did what served her. She didn't do the best she could. She didn't want to do the best she could. She chose not to do the best she could. It wasn't that she couldn't. It's she wouldn't. See, when people talk about, well, they're not capable. Now, capable can get a little bit mucky because sometimes with people that have been on the receiving end of abuse, there's something about withholding information and deliberately um, not teaching people like life skills. So that way they become, it's like learned helplessness, right? You learn to be helpless instead of learn to be independent. And that's part of the abuse cycle. So we have to look at, you know, like who we're talking about here. So when it comes to offering criticism, then what happens is when a person who's been on the receiving end of abuse criticizes the abusers and the abuse There are people who, yeah, will perpetuate stigma or maybe they don't perpetuate stigma, but unfortunately, they've also been conditioned to then utilize this social phrase, which is, well, they did the best they could. Did they? How do you know that they did the best they could? Did you live in that situation? Did you? What I found so helpful was when my therapist actually said, She didn't do the best she could, Deb. You know she didn't do the best she could. So whenever someone says that phrase, they did the best they could, or um, people are doing their best, are they? Collectively with the pandemic, collectively, did we do our best? Did we? As a society, did we do our best? Did we? Or did we see people hoarding and only giving a shit about themselves. We didn't come together as a people globally. So did we do our best? When do we do our best? You know what I see when we do our best? When other people who behave in those manners when they do their best is when it affects them personally. When it affects them personally. People who are all up in arms about women's rights, LGBTQ, BIPOC, indigenous. And when it affects them personally, then it changes. Then it changes. So if I had a conversation with Linda Pacone, I would actually say, and again, she's not writing it from the trauma-informed perspective. When we use that phrase, 
People are doing their best. They did the best they could. We need to keep in mind the context of what this is about. So today, this is about finding fault. And I do find that sometimes we can get on like a negativity train where we're, we always see is fault with everything. I mean, look at in a business environment. If you're sitting around and you're trying to solve a problem and all you got are people around you telling you about the problem, but nobody's coming up with solutions, how is that helpful? How are you part of the solution? How? All right, so here's the affirmation. I will try to not criticize someone unless I can offer a better solution. Okay, so what's tricky about this is is the phrase is, I will try not to criticize someone. So we're talking about a person. I'll try not to criticize an idea. I will try not to criticize a person for the way that they're doing something. There's more... I said this in a meeting last week. There's more than one way to make a chocolate chip cookie. And I know that you guys know that I say this. Maybe people that are new listening to podcasts. It's a common phrase that I say because it it shows that, yes, there's more than one way of doing something. Let's offer solutions. The other thing is, before you just offer somebody a solution, clarify. Clarify. I've said this to HR before. There was a meeting that I was in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the phrase that was used. I'm like, okay, we need to work on this. There's a lot of education that happens with the work that we do. And one of the things is, would you like to be heard? Is that helpful? Is it helpful to be heard? Or is a solution more helpful? Let the person will tell you. And if they say, I don't know, then start with listening. Start with listening. Be present, fully present, listen. And then let the conversation be the driver of, yeah, is it, I feel better because I'm heard, or is I'm out of options and I really don't know what to do at this point. But yes, let's be solutions, people. Let's be problem solvers. If we can identify the fault, then we can identify the solution. All right, I'm sticking to it. I am. I'm sticking to it. All right, you guys, this is Dr. Deb with PTSD and Beyond. Thank you so much for being here today. And remember, all right, say it with me. Who's saying it? Someone's got to be saying it. We're better together. We're stronger together. And take what resonates and go beyond.